श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा श्री कृष्णा गुरुर्ब्रह्मा गुरुर्विष्णु गुरुर्देव महेश्वर गुरु साक्षात परम ब्रह्मा तस्म श्री गुरवे नम तस्म श्री We have to move in three spaces, space journey, because we have got three components in our life with reference to every experience. One component is the world that we are experiencing, this world. Second is where the experiences are happening, they are happening in the mind. And third, to whom the experiences are happening, there is I. So three components. Like eyes don't see, through the eyes the mind sees. The ears don't hear, through the ears the mind hears. Many times it happens that somebody is talking but our mind is preoccupied somewhere so we don't hear anything. So like the ears don't hear, it is the mind hears in the same manner. Mind doesn't hear. It is the I who hears. So three components. Experienced experience and experiencer. So we have to find out where are we? So we are in the experienced world. So all the time giving importance to this world. Basically in the form of things. Basically, in the form of the past, time. So, our life's achievements depend upon how many things we have gathered, we have collected, how much is our bank balance, what is our position in the society. This is how our life is only at the periphery of our personality. And you must have experience in a giant wheel when you sit. And if the wheel moves fast, so the people sitting in that cradle, when the wheel goes down, there is some kind of turmoil in the stomach. We are at the periphery. If we come to the axis of that wheel, no problem. Exactly the same way. We are constantly living at the periphery of our personality. And then we expect, there should not be this, there should not be that. We have no control over the world. So, the first journey is from the gross objects to the gross space. 
So, when we are sitting for meditation, this is the area we have to work upon. First space. Then there is the second space, the experience of the field, experience of the world. Like the gross space has got gross objects, the mind space has got the thought objects. There the objects are only thoughts. So the second journey will be from the thoughts to the mind space. Then the third one, the experiencer is enjoying or suffering. So this experiencer to the conscious space, Vidakash. So there are three spaces through which we have to travel. Gross space, mind space, and conscious space. Gross space is called Bhutakasha. The mind space is called as Chittakasha. And the conscious space is called as Chidakasha. Normally, people get satisfied with little bit of kicks here and there. When I said fermentation, oh, what a lovely experience. And we make meditation not as a yoga, but as a bhoga. So meditation was lovely. I enjoyed it. Is it ice cream or what? That bhoga pravritti doesn't go. Then the second step, when we get little different kind of experiences, we get addicted to that. Like some people are addicted to listening to talks. The other day somebody asked, wrote me WhatsApp, Swamiji, What is the talk that you suggest that a beginner should start listening to your talks? Where from he should start? So, knowing the background, I knew what was the question and where from for whom it was coming. So, I wrote, start from anywhere. Question is not listening. Question is how much we are putting it in practice. And after some time, listening to again and again, we become only addicted to the talks. Change must happen in us. Therefore, only good experience, bad experience is not enough. So, let us understand how do we walk in these three spaces. First, open eye meditation, then close eye meditation.
then it doesn't matter whether eyes are open or closed. So, open eye meditation will be, we move in this world of experience, but while interacting with the world, we do not precipitate desires, reactions, appreciation, condemnation about the worldly objects. No comments when we are in this world. Go through, enjoy everything, but no desire to possess or have it. This can happen only if our foundation of the Vedanta is clear. Only mechanically doing as it is done in yoga or pranayam, it doesn't help. See? So, what is the fundamental? The fundamental is Brahma Satyam Jagan Mithya. The world is an illusion. Illusion is outside, inside it is delusion. Now when it is said Mithya, we must clearly understand the import of the statement. Mithya means what? Which exists in its own absence. Which exists in its own absence. Like the sunrise, sunset. It is seen. But is there a sunrise and sunset? Is the movement of the earth which is superimposed on the sun. Similarly, if you just imagine you have gone away from the earth, will there be a sunrise and sunset? No. So, what is an illusion? That experience which happens under n number of conditions. If those n number of conditions are not fulfilled, that experience cannot happen. So, this waking world that we are living, this waking world, when it comes to existence, when we are identified with the body. Like when I go to so many places, so many houses asleep, so when I sleep, I never switch off the light, keep it open. Because when I get up at night, midnight to go to bathroom, I don't know where is the bathroom, which is the direction, where I am, nothing is known. See? So, this world comes to the existence only after body identification. So, if we are convinced of this, that this world is created only after body identification, otherwise it has no meaning. And therefore, this experience happens under n number of conditions, therefore it is not real. So, once we understand this basic principle, the world is an illusion, thereby, what will be our interaction with the illusion? Like we see the mirage waters, we see the rainbow. We know they are illusions. 
So what is our interaction with the illusions? We enjoy that. Hey, see how beautiful the uh, rainbow is. And the other, he said, there not one, there are two. Look here, up, up. Oh, there is one more. How beautiful. You enjoy it. But you don't desire it. What will be the meditation therefore? Open eye meditation with reference to the field of experience. We enjoy, but we don't desire. Spirituality is not becoming serious and all the time, meditation, meditation, meditation. No, that is not meditation. Then the second one, the open eye meditation with reference to the thoughts and the mind, the thought object and the mind space. So if we have to recognize this grass space, what will be the spiritual practice? Like the grass space supports all the grass contents but doesn't get influenced by any content. Space supports all the shapes, doesn't get influenced. In the same manner, we live in this world, but possessions and uh, accumulations is not the order of our life. That is open eye meditation. Then we come to the second, the thoughts. So the thoughts are where, like the gross objects are in the gross space, the thoughts are in the subtle space. The thoughts are subtle. The thoughts are in the mind space. So the thoughts cannot influence the mind. But normally what happens? We get influenced by the thoughts. Is it because we are told, be a witness. That day also I told you, don't do that witnessing business. It's totally horrible thing. Don't do that. Then, learn to remain indifferent. If I am witness to you, what will be my interaction? Whether they are half a dozen or they are 6,000 people sitting. It makes no difference to me. So where is my attention? On the count. In witness, you go away from yourself. The attention is on the world. Attention is on the thoughts. But when you are indifferent, who cares how many are there? Therefore, many seekers, when they sit for meditation, they are struggling with this witness, witness, witness. No. Learn to remain indifferent. So when we remain indifferent, we will not be obsessed and insisting, duragra. There should not be bad thoughts. And we suffer. 
who cares what thoughts come when this is absolutely recognized we stop complaining about the mind normally the students doing meditation they suffer only because of this normally i am okay but whenever i sit for meditation all dirty thoughts comes on and you what to try to so i ask them look here if your clothes are extremely dirty soil oil and lot of stains and you wet them apply soap and start washing so from that cloth washings milk will come out or nectar will come out what is inside that only will come out now so when you are getting all kinds of horrible thoughts when you sit for meditation congratulate yourself kachra nikal gaya don't suppress don't feel bad all the thoughts which erupt during this practice they are abortions abortions don't heal children Sri Ram Jai 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 Ram Jai. Don't struggle. Relax. <coughs> so, with the outer world, our mind will not react, and with the inner world, the mind will not insist. and this can happen only through wisdom not by mechanical practice bhagwan ramana varshi says prana bandhanat liyate manaha ek chintanat nashavetyada when you do any kind of pranayam as long as the curfew of pranayam is operating the mind is quiet the moment the curfew is lifted again the mind comes out with vengeance see because in yoga pranayama etc you are still at the periphery of your personality no we are nearest to your own see and then a false sense develops i am spiritual so i don't like others how terrible it is therefore this goody goody brand people are very dangerous relax we don't have to prove anything to anybody our spiritual practice is so secret that nobody even should suspect us that we are walking this path. i was in south africa and uh, one couple used to come for my talks in durban and from there i was going to go to cape town so they told swami ji our daughter is um, you know uh, also spiritual and she is following so and so and um, yeah, she will meet you i said all right so we went there 
called her she came to meet her us the moment she came to meet us you don't feel like even interacting like a ice cube we are having classes for the downtrodden children i go and teach them and i do this thing i do that first we have to learn to express joy but then holier than thou girls of our age they are all running around drinking and all kinds of things but we don't no life demands every kind of experience good and bad you must fall and you must get up this is not understood and then throughout life constantly the mind is chattering see because our attention is not on the mind space attention is on the thoughts so when we want to practice the second type of uh, space meditation we have to practice this do not talk to yourself when we talk when we are practicing gross space meditation do not talk to others unless it is barely necessary then we come to the conscious space chidakash chidakash is the solid space space because it contains everything because when i is there then only my thoughts my body my possessions my relations my country my religion my guru if i so the conscious space is a space but it is a solid space because in that conscious space there is nothing else other than the consciousness like gold is a solid space for all the ornaments that is chidakash so from the gold's point of view be very attentive from the gold's point of view differences in the names and the forms of the ornaments are redundant practicing this chidakasha the language of differences divisions differentiation discrimination will disappear this is open eye meditation with reference to the grass space the mind space and the conscious space if this is clear then we sit quiet and 
it doesn't matter what posture you are sitting, what matters is, are you comfortable or not? Don't torture yourself. Let the asana be not too hard, not too soft. And Patanjali, Sthira Sukham, Siddhasana. You are comfortable in that posture. Very good. Enough. What is the Siddhasana according to Upanishad? Siddhasana is that wherein your uh, inquiry and contemplation on the Absolute remains undisturbed. That posture is called as Siddhasana. If we are sitting for meditation, then all the time our attention is only on the asana. They are unable to hold themselves in one posture because they are being all artificial. So, sit down. Now when we sit down, the immediate thing is, no worldly themes about the possessions be an issue of any kind to us. Now be attentive. Vastu or objects are nothing but solidification of the time and space. Time and space become one solidified in the utter present and here. So now and here. Bhagavan says, Brahma Bhuta Prasannatma Na Shochati Na Kaangshati. Na Shochati, past gone. Na Kaangshati, future gone. So, only now. Time and space are always together. If we remain in the utter now, you are in the utter place, here only, nowhere. So what will be the journey from the gross world to the gross space, from the Bhutas to the Bhutakash? We remain in the utter present. Remaining in the utter present in the waking experience during meditation is Shitoshta Sukhadukheshu Jitatmanaha. No experience of the gross world 
influences our mind. The influence is in the form of likes and dislikes, comments and evaluations, suggestions and opinions. advice and reactions. So when we are on the seat of meditation, we remain now and here. Past is nothing but possessions. Future is nothing but worries. Put together, we worry about our possessions. We have now the reason about the possessions, time and place, but we have to have the experience of it. So let us evaluate. This gross world comes into existence after body identification. So, we have to drop this identification. This is through wrong practice. It can be corrected by the opposite practice. So, let us start playing Space, space. What it 
is like being space. Space has no shape. So let us play being shapeless formless. So the mind is playing with an idea of being formless and the mind cannot survive without forms. The net result will be slowly the mind will dissolve in consciousness We will move from the gross space Bhutakash to Chittakash, the mind space. Now let us play again space space but now the mind space. The contents of the mind space are thoughts. Mind space supports the thoughts but doesn't get influenced by the thoughts. Therefore, No thought will have any impact on the mind. This is practiced by remaining indifferent. You are not struggling for Yogaha Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Just remain indifferent to all thoughts. Joy, sorrows, honor, dishonor. With 
because of this, the mind has merged in the total mind. Now there is no individual mind. Vyakti has disappeared in Abhivyakti. Now we come to the last space, Chidakasha, outer space. Conscious space being the solid space, there is no sense of otherness. Our eyes see our hand and also see somebody else's hand. So with other person's hand, there is a sense of otherness. But with our own hand, no sense of otherness. Practicing Chidakasha will be sense of otherness is no more influence our life. This is what Nananeshwar Maharaj says He Vishwachi Majegara. Like for the gold, all ornaments are his house. So the one who has reached Chidakasha, Their being, absence of otherness, no desire, no anger, and no fear.
ever be an issue.
حكايتنا شايف اللي انا انت سمع اللي means effortlessness is attained only in the infinite everything that is experienced every experience and every experiencer they are finite this infinite is this absolute the conscious solid space having merged in it There are no limitations of relative existence. Although living in the relative world, it is like living in illusions and yet remaining beyond as an actor on the stage who is living in illusions and yet he is neither the Chhatrapati Shivaji nor any character that he is playing. Take deep breath two, three times slowly. Move your toes and fingers. Offer everything at the feet of the Lord. Don't make a memory of this. Om Purnamadaha Purnamidam Purnaha Purnamudachate Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishate Om Shanti 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 Hari Om Sri Guru Bhyo Na